different. You know what? Huh. Call me when you fucking have a host. <laughs> Welcome to Dunstan Checksman, the best podcast breaking down the 1996 light film minute by minute uh, and pairing each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkeytown. We're talking about minute 63 today. Yeah. Which was randomly paired with King Arthur Legend of the Sword, which was my pick. Yes. Uh, so I will be in charge of breaking in mm-hmm. with wherever, you know, the thing happens. Now, can I say something about this minute? What? By Dunstan standards, not a bad minute. It, sure. <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed this one a lot more than the last one. Let me put it that way. Okay. Uh, thanks, Brian. That's the first line. My name's Emily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where am I. Uh, the first line is, thanks, Brian. Mm-hmm. Kyle's thanking Brian. And Brian's like, for what? And he says, for helping. Yeah. And then he says, hey, what the hell? That's another curse. Yeah. Wait, this kid got loves cursing. cursing. This kid loves to curse. Didn't he, did he say damn? I couldn't tell you. Someone said damn <laughs> earlier in the film. Very moralistic about children cursing. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Huh. You're someone now who, who, you'll say a curse word when necessary. Yeah. When did that start for you? How oh, old were you when dear. you started becoming okay with cursing? There was a, you know, it's hard to say. I was definitely in high school. Yeah. But it was definitely a weird thing where for a time, I definitely never cursed in front of my parents. Sure. Uh, but then I do recall one extremely harrowing camping trip <laughs> where I for sure said fuck like in front of them multiple times. Oh, wow. Uh, How did they react? Uh, I think they thought it was funny. Your dad seems like a guy <laughs> who would like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also because growing up, my dad cursed a lot and mm-hmm. my mom never did. Mm. So if my mom ever cursed, we knew shit got real. Yeah. That was, that that was means, like. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I still try not to curse in front of them, but it's just like a weird reflex. Yeah, mm. interesting. But yeah, I I'm going through uh, a journey now. My girlfriend doesn't like saying curse words. Interesting. So instead of saying fuck, she'll say f. Mm. And now I'm doing it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what what has what has become of me? <laughs> Sometimes I'll say f as a goof. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like it's it is infiltrating my yeah, day to day. Interesting. Yeah. Uh what 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 the hell? He says, What the hell? I'm grounded. Yeah. I got it I gotta do something. Yeah. Now let's come on. <laughs> Even within the context of the film, Brian realizes that being grounded literally means nothing in this hotel. <laughs> I you know what I kind of I I kind of like that about Brian. I like that he's an agent of chaos. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I like, he's got a roguish streak to him, you, and I think like that's manifesting. like if he was wearing here. a fright wig and, and face makeup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. I mean, I don't like it when he's perving on folk. Yeah. But I, I, I don't mind this. Mm-hmm. He has a love of hijinks. Yeah. Uh, so then Brian, oh, Kyle says to Brian, Dad would, something like Dad would be so mad if he found out we checked Dunstan into the hotel. There it is. That's kind of the name That's of the movie. That's kind of the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah. We had talked about, I believe, when, when he was first checked in, that was this is the checking in. We both agree that it's good when a movie says the name of the movie, right? Oh, I love it. It's the best. I absolutely love it. Do you it. remember in First Contact 
when Zephyrin Cochran, after being described the mission of the Enterprise, mm. <laughs> do you remember what he says? I've never seen First Contact. Oh, for, there's a great moment in First Contact. Not to spoil this for you, but there's okay. a great moment in First Contact where he says, sounds like you're on some kind of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, God. That's yeah. a good one. They never did that with Star Wars, huh? No, I don't think so. Uh, that, you know what? That's not really Star Wars' thing, I don't think. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's the movie's thing or not. Yeah. I just want him to do it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, we checked Dunstan into the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and then so he says, oh, well, he's going to be pretty busy for the next 24 hours. And then? Then we see a, a cue card. Read to me what it says. Fifth annual oh it's sorry it's okay. the majestic hotel okay presents. yeah exactly i was about to say i made such a big deal about wanting to read this and you assured me that you had it word for word and then you immediately said something that cued me into the fact that it was not word for word because i know where fifth annual is on that piece the of majestic paper Majestic hotel presents fifth the fifth annual crystal ball uh saturday march 25th 8 p.m uh presented by the united council of charities i believe it's presented by sure but that's who is funding it. Okay. United Council of Charities. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Real a real organization. thing. Definitely a real thing. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, all right. So then, so we see that card. Then two tables roll out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of where we're, it's, this is, this is getting a little uh, elaborate. Yeah. Uh, the, the kind of camera setup angle usage. They're yeah. doing a montage yeah. of prep. Yes. Uh, tables are all the way. Mr. Grant's walking towards us. Here's uh, I he, like the sequence, and I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. We see something that we have, I think this movie really has needed yeah. to function as a film in the way that it intends to. We see here Mr. Grant being dedicated and good at his job. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is something we have not seen before in this movie, and I think it really, a scene like this should have happened at the start of the movie, I feel like. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he walks toward the camera. Then the next thing we see, he's um, with the chef. Mm-hmm. He He's holding a corn, and he yeah. breaks it. Something else. Okay. Something yeah. else I want to break down here. Okay. And we see this throughout the, the montage, but we see it here first. Yeah. As he, so he's inspecting the corn. His chef is to his left. The Jackson is to his right. Yeah. I'm using Gilmore Girls parlance. <laughs> the, yeah. The food supplier. <laughs> yeah. The corn supplier. Um, and the, the chef is clearly also shaking his head at the corn and yeah. at the food supplier. And what I like about this is we all we see that he is like respected by his staff. Oh yeah, we see that throughout this montage, and I think that is also something that is helpful to see for the character. This chef that is next to him is not the chef we met earlier. No, but we do see this chef again, and then the chef that we saw earlier is in the background of some of these scenes. Mm -hmm. I believe this chef is the sous chef. Sure. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Hmm. Let me pitch on the deal. Okay. Another Gilmore Girls revival. Yeah. It is. A remake of Dunstan Jackson. Yeah. With uh, Lorelai in the Mr. Grant role. Yeah. And Rory, adult ass Rory, in a sort of combination of the Brian and Kyle roles. Yeah. You into it? Yeah. I don't know who would be threatening Lorelai, though, because she owns the hotel. Uh. Uh, Emily buys the hotel. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> right out from under. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I like it. But what's what or who is the Dunstan? Um, it's one of Michelle's chows. <laughs> A new one though, because yeah, yeah, the other yeah. two are dead and in hell. Well, the first one for sure. <laughs> yeah, the second one might still be alive. Yeah, 
Uh, Not by the time this remake happens, though. That's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the corn, he says terrible. Mm-hmm. That's what Mr. Grant says. Well, he breaks the corn in half, too. Yeah. Which I tried to re- I, I skimmed the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture's Guide for Food Inspection for Sweet Corn, uh, released June 1962. Mm-hmm. I skimmed it. I looked at the uh, two uh, different methods, both of which involved uh, taking a, like a kernels or a row of kernels off the corn, neither of which involved breaking the corn in half. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that was not even testing it. That was to express his displeasure. Uh, perhaps. Yeah, because they definitely do seem by the t- before he even breaks the corn, they're upset. Yeah, that's true. Him, him and the sous chef. Yeah. Uh, so then we have uh, they're tasting the soup. Him and the sous chef. Uh, I like that. It's the big pot of soup. Now a ladle is. Was up. that the same person from the corn? I thought so. I thought so too. But then I took a closer look at the hair, Ooh. and his hair seems different. I thought I was going by facial hair. It's the same facial same hair. Fa- and I think that's perhaps why we both thought it was the same person at first. Yeah, I definitely, I was like, that's that's some fake Tony, Sh- Tony Stark-ass shit <laughs> facial hair. But he has, like, longish hair in the corn shot, and mm. I thought, it is possible that he has tucked it into his chef's hat uh-huh. for food safety reasons. Where the minute it's looping, we're going to get a good Yeah, it doesn't, to me, it does not necessarily seem like there's hair tucked into that hat. Uh-huh. Hair tucked. Um, oh. Oh wait, no! I'm completely wrong. He turned slightly. See, we do see, see a that bit hair. Of the hair, yeah. yeah. Uh, the hair was my main evidence that it was a different person. I retract my statement. So they got the pot of soup in front of them. The sous chef is holding up a ladle. Now of I the don't soup. understand why you're assuming he's a sous chef. Well, I, we established that just minutes ago. Because there just was another chef. Yeah, because we already saw chef chef. Maybe they work different shifts. I don't know. Maybe they're both chefs who work different shifts. Well, I, I wanted to differentiate them because I am. I want to bring up the original chef when he appears. We can call this guy Young Chef. Okay, Young Chef. So Young Chef, pot of soup. Mm-hmm. He's got a ladle mm-hmm. full of the soup. Yeah. Mr. Grant uses a tiny spoon to taste out of the ladle. Let me ask you this. I like that. Would you call this soup or would you call this broth? Oh, it's probably broth. I think it's broth. Yeah. Um, uh, proves of the broth. Yeah. Uh, and he then, approves. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have a um, a tablecloth incident. Mm-hmm. A they, tablecloth incident. Yes, that is accurate. Some some other employees lay down a red tablecloth. Mister Grant senses something is wrong. Mm-hmm. He has to turn back. Yeah, and he sees a string hanging off. And, and then he, he cuts the string with a device that I would like to talk to you about. Yeah. Well, what the hell is it? <laughs> well, before we do that, let's talk about oh. Arthur King Here Arthur Legend go. of the Sword. <laughs> because perhaps he's using a sword. The thing is. <laughs> You ha- had you did you seen it? No, in fact, we had made plans time? to see it. Me, you, Justin, and my girlfriend Casey. That I was forced to abandon. Yeah. Um. For the, for this podcast, these are the things I do for this podcast. This is why I thought I thought you were on my side. Is like this is a good movie. And I was on. It. I was. Uh, I was on your side on spec. I was like, I believe. I believe you when you say this is a good movie, though I have not seen it. Uh, and can lot- I say something? Having now seen it, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Yeah, I will admit that something something was lesser for me the watching it the second time yeah and I, I think part of that is that it was on a big screen sure and i know that's like such a weird hack thing to oh, say no. but honestly i would lose my shit if yeah. i saw this movie on the big I screen i saw this like when it came out on the big yeah. screen and i was like holy shit i can't believe what i'm seeing <laughs> yeah. And, I, th- yeah i this whole movie is full of moments that make you say holy shit i can't believe what i'm seeing <laughs> if you like it or not i think everyone would agree on that yeah and i think this movie uh, 
honestly a little bit for better it gets lost in the weeds of what it is <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i think it's like the the little bit of guy richieism going on what little bit yeah <laughs> little bit there are so many scenes that are scenes inside of scenes yeah. while scenes are being described <laughs> yeah it's wild uh i will say this bad title sure. and that i could never remember what the fuck it was called well i believe they changed it two times before it actually came out interesting i remember like a year before it came out there was it was like oh big news they're doing arthur like i think they yeah, just yeah. started with arthur <laughs> and then it turned into king arthur and then it turned into king arthur legend of the sword i would have i would have liked for it to be called excalibur beside uh, in a, uh, as, instead of any of those things yeah i'm not saying excalibur is a great title but i think it's better than any of those i think what ended up happening was they were uh planning to make a series out of this mm. And part of the series would be that each movie was a different knight or person involved in the legend. Yeah. So this one was introducing the beginning part of the legend, and so it would be King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Yeah. And a sequel could be Lancelot, Lancelot Legend, legend of, the, of the Horse. Or I was going to say dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lancelot liked to fuck. That yeah. was his whole thing. Or there could be like a Merlin one, Merlin, yeah. Legend of the Staff. But we, you know? I mean, Merlin's not in this movie, though. Well, that would be a prequel. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. It's yeah. <laughs> it, it could have gone anywhere. It's true. They really wanted to like double down on making. I guess a Merlin is in the flashbacks, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's uh, and I think I'm I am drawn to these King Arthur movies. Yes, like I'm just. Oh, I'll say this: I feel like I'm the opposite of drawn to the King Arthur movies because uh-huh. I famously don't like uh, what I describe as that horses and chainmail shit. Yeah, and this uh, is horses and chainmail shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I described this movie to a friend of the show, Sadie Neat. Mm. Uh, I said, you see this trailer and you think, this is going to be a King Arthur movie directed by Guy Ritchie where everyone talks like they're in a Guy Ritchie movie where they're just like Cockney street thugs. Yep. And that seems terrible. And then you watch it and it's exactly that, but good. Yeah. <laughs> you watch yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, you, <laughs> like you're expecting it to be a thing and shitty for that. And it is that thing, but somehow good for that. I don't know how the math worked out on that. And yet it did. Every time, every time I think, uh, I, I think about a fact of the movie is that, they call it Londinium. <laughs> call it Londinium. <laughs> and I go, there's no way that this is going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie's good. And then I go, but wait, they called it Londinium. Like, <laughs> it doesn't it matter. This movie defies like logic. Yeah. Also, uh, instead of Merlin, it's a hot girl acolyte of Merlin is like one of those things where it's like, good. <laughs> That's just good. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are some, I, I will say I get a little lost sometimes with the, there is, but who was the, there was the one female character that is like a betrayer of Jude Law. Yeah. Right? And it, it, I remember even the, the the first time I watched it, I was like, wait, who is this character? <laughs> it gets a little lost with all the it characters does. that are going on. But you you know what? You mentioned Jude Law. You love to see Jude Law as the villain in a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I do. Um, getting, okay, there we go. I was getting uh, majorly dog distracted. Yeah, yeah. Have I ever told you about a podcast I enjoy called Law School? Yes, you have. And and I keep forgetting about it, but now I will remember it forever. You gotta listen to it. Yeah. Law School is what took me from, I, I used to be a passive Jude Law fan, and now I'm an active Jude Law fan, thanks to the podcast Law School, all about Jude Law. <laughs> um, and Jude shows up for this movie. Yeah. Uh, well, Jude is they, good Have in they this talked movie. about King Arthur in, in no, Law No, they have School? not. Okay. Um... Yeah, this this movie is fucking good. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that puts me over the top in liking this movie, uh-huh. in, in a way that I can't ever not like it, uh-huh. even even as I say I watched it again and I wasn't really blown away. Uh-huh. What I love is that they really do 
say, oh yeah, getting Excalibur is like getting a power up in a video game. Yes. Like that is, <laughs> yeah. the, the movie just says that. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really, really cool. This this movie is just it's just nonstop things that you would see on paper and be like, What? That sounds shitty. Yeah. And then you see the movie you're like, This fucks. This is so cool. I'm into this. Yeah. I do I think the line Jude Law's really bringing it because mm-hmm. he has that line where he's like, You won. Now play with me. <laughs> it's like, yes! That should be nothing. It's so but it's good, everything. Though. Yeah. It's really it's really good. Also, this movie is horny in ways that you don't expect mainstream movies to be horny always. Well, I'm talking about tentacles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some tentacle shit going on. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was trying to think about, you know, I would like to have seen more sequel, like sequels to this. Yeah. This would have been an interesting series. Yeah. And I think this, they, they could have definitely pulled off, you know, Guy Ritchie would only do this one. Mm-hmm. I think that's the that would have been key. Yeah. That whatever sequels would just be another iconic British director. Yeah. Or an up and comer. I don't care. I I'm, I was pondering as <laughs> I say this as a as a mostly Guy Ritchie defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to question the use of the word iconic for Guy Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> Memorable? I don't. Know. Yeah. What do you? I mean, he's. I guess he's acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to signify that people know who he is. That's true. I feel like I could say, uh, you know, not if at least eight out of ten people on the street, you'd say, "Do you know?" Oh, Guy I don't Ritchie? think that's true. No, no, I don't. I guess people true. don't know directors. Yeah, that's true. They only know Spielberg. Go. You forget what it's like out there. <laughs> I forget what it's like. It's true in the real world. Sometimes I like mention the director of a movie, and people like stop dead in their tracks, and they say to me, "It's weird that you know that." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" <sighs> I don't know. It's a we can, we, about friend of the show, Robbie, by the way. We should get weirder, though. Yeah. We should start knowing, like, other uh, jobs behind the camera th- yeah. that are in a lot of films. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think we both, we could agree on a on a favorite casting director. I don't know that we can. You, you wouldn't think Allison Jones? I'm ashamed to say that I don't know casting directors oh, okay. at all. I'm embarrassed and ashamed to say that I... Allison I, Jones has cast most of the best comedies of the last 20 years. Okay. And uh, yeah. Well, I'll here's my take. That. I don't. I think most of the best comedies of the past twenty years have not been very good. Well, that's probably true too. <laughs> In the scale of things, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think we should go deeper. People can't even get directors. We're gonna start pulling deeper names. Yeah, we're gonna know the key grip. Yeah, I, I would like to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I was worried. I loved it. <laughs> I was. I was a bit worried about this one. Yeah. Because uh, when I, I'm telling you, I watched it and I was like, oh, that didn't really have the right effect on me that it yeah. did the first time. Yeah. Uh, but it is exciting. I yeah, do. it's very exciting. Well, I knew, I knew, because I'd forgotten Eric Bana's in it, and I knew yeah. you enjoy an Eric Bana situation. I don't know that that's true. Star Trek 09? He's the same role. Oh, no, I he's not the same role. He's like, not the dad. He shows up in the beginning, though. I like Star Trek 09. But Eric Bana, Eric Bana is my least favorite part of that movie. I thought he was the dad. This is how you're thinking of how, Chris Hemsworth. I know. This is how little I care about Star Trek. I, I know you do. I just remember Eric Bana somewhere in there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, bitch. I thought I could pull one other where Eric Bana is a dad, and you like that movie, but I can't think of any. Not even any. Uh, does Bruce, Bruce Banner have any kids? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, does he play 
himself in Funny People? Am I remembering that correctly? Or I thought is in he... Funny People he plays like a soccer player or something. Oh, could be. I know he's just like the hot, famous boyfriend. Like he could be Eric Bana. Like that would make sense. I thought he was specifically like a sport. That could be a sporto. I I, I believe yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, I think he where he's comes from, they call it football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I come from. Call it soccer. <laughs> okay. I don't know that we need to take that stand. <laughs> I'd prefer if we called it football. Do you? Do, what do you do you do you prefer we just don't talk about American football? Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Here's how I think here's how it new how the new dichotomy should be. Yeah. Football means what we Americans would normally call soccer. Yeah. American football means the emo band American football. Oh, okay. And American football is just not talked about. Good. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was an emo band called American football. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Truly wow. Yeah. Shall we minute back? I suppose we shall. Let's talk about this device that Mr. Grant is using to cut the string off the fucking tablecloth. So we do see him holding it before he turns. True. And that is no help to me. And it's just golden. It's golden. Like it many looks... things in the Majestic Hotel. It'll... Yep. The Majestic Hotel. <laughs> it almost looks like a comb, but instead of like uh, spokes. <laughs> Ridges. Teeth. Teeth. Instead of teeth, it's just one solid band that is sharp on one end. Yeah. Like, it's... Crocodile Dundee might have some words to say about this <laughs> device because it's not a knife. So... It's not scissors. Yeah, I was going to say, before noticing that he is holding the item before leaning in to cut it, yeah. I always thought it was open scissors. Open scissors is a compelling theory, but it, it, it doesn't quite look like that. And, and when we see him holding it in the previous moment, it's definitely not that. What I'm going to, I'm going to posit one more thing. Uh-huh. Letter opener. I don't Let, know why he's holding it in this moment. Letter openers don't usually have a thick handle on one side, though. Maybe it's a pen slash letter opener. Uh, that Okay, that's a theory. Maybe they literally couldn't find a knife and just said, use the pen, no one will notice. <laughs> How did they get it to cut the string, then? It's, it's a fake string. How does that work? It's just taped on. We he would see the tape. No, it's on the outside. What do you mean it's on the outside? We see him... I don't think he's actually even cutting it. What I'm saying is the the tape would stay attached to the string. Magic. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't understand what that object is. I would love to. You know, we should find out who is the prop master of this movie and get in contact. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the initiative. I'm going to do that. Okay. Sounds good. I might fail. You might need. I'm going to try. I'm going to be prop masters. You might need a set decorator, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know how that all works mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Uh, moving along. Table plating. Table oh, there's there's one more plating. thing after this before. Yeah, the table plating. That's where we see Chef mm-hmm. behind him. Yeah. Not young Chef. Yeah. But Chef. Yeah. And not Guy, Guy Favreau. Yeah. And, yeah, sure. Uh, not John Favreau. Yeah, um, Johan they're also, Favreau. They're watching intently as he does what he does on the table. Yeah. But it, it, this is why I say, like, we see the staff respecting him. They don't seem, like, afraid he's going to yell at them or anything. They just seem sort of in awe of the process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That he, he knows how to do every bit that he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and to look for everything that he's looking for. Yeah. Because they're, they're measuring the table plating, mm-hmm. which is there are empty plates and silverware and cups and mm-hmm. bowls on the table. Yes. And he brings out a six-inch ruler, mm-hmm. 
gold, of course, like of course. everything else in the Majestic Hotel. In the Majestic Hotel, and yes. And he puts it on the edge of the plate and runs it around, and then it bumps into another plate. Oh, that's is, trouble. Yeah, that's bad plating. Yeah. Um, so they have to fix that. Uh, then there's the, uh, we see a big cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're putting like gold leaves and shit on it. The cake comes in later in the movie. Yeah, it's important to note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so then, lowering oh lowering folded napkin, and mm-hmm. he's doing it like he's landing. You know, like a helicopter. Or yeah, he's shit. he's not actually lowering it. He's directing the lowering. Well, of he's it. Bi- he's not even looking at who's doing it. He's, he's just looking at yeah, motioning the hands and looking at the plate. Yes, that's that's really it. And in fact, the minute ends before we see the landing. Yeah. So will it land safely? safely? (laughs) You don't know. Will the fold stay in place? Who can say? Yeah, it's really a cliffhanger that we found here. Uh, you know, I forgot to look up what the next movie is. Oh, I know what it is. We both know what it is. Shoot, I forgot next. I also forgot to look it up, and yet I also know what it is because we remembered. Three, two, one. Super Super Mario Mario Brothers. Brothers. (laughs) What a flashback! Yeah, Um, (laughs) because it's minute sixty-four. Yes, it's. 64, Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah, of course. This, this is the this Nintendo's Super number. Super Mario Brothers. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, you don't good. have to convince me. Good. Uh, you can find me on other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast where Justin Kizan and I talk about remakes. You can find that at benvnetwork.com. <laughs> I like remake. this little dance you're doing along. <laughs> doing like hand motion dancing yeah. with it. Uh, and then you can check out it's on my list it's on my list myself and a group of friends get together and talk about movies that people say you should see or that you say other people should see hence they're on your list uh, it all goes together uh, check that out that's monthly too uh, monthly too the sequel to monthly <laughs> yeah <laughs> you thought bi-monthly was, was bad <laughs> monthly too <laughs> Good lord. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PodcasterAndrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily. I also do another podcast, also with Justin Keys on. It's called Go Go Godzilla. Vic Perfecto is also on it. We talk about Godzilla movies. It's a, it's a ton of info and fun. Do you ever pronounce it JoJo Godzilla? No. Okay. Um. <sighs> Please give us money on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Dunstan Checks Min. Uh, you get access to some cool ass bonus shit. And uh, some of the proceeds will go to R A I C E S. Hey, do you got an idea for a review challenge? Um, Well, have we done this one before? Okay, no. You I'll can't put a ask twist me that before it. you tell me. I'll put a twist on it. Right. Okay. Go to Apple Plop Plap, you know? Yeah. And give us a five star, please. Mm-hmm. Kindly. Yes. And then the text of the review, I want you to describe without saying their name, your favorite Star Wars character. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's my little. Yeah. That's good. Ooh, you, is there anything else we're supposed to say? Twitter at Majestic Hotel oh, NY. Sure. Instagram, Dunstan Checks Men. Patreon, you said it already. YouTube. YouTube. Just search for Dunstan Checks Men. I do a mash, a shup. A shup, yeah. Of the minute that we're talking about with the trailer for the movie that it has been paired with. And that is all. And remember, Dunstan is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking it.
to all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.